The following podcast contains some strong language and some very average opinions. Any references to actual people are wildly inaccurate. It's probably best if you don't listen at all. The Roaring Peacock Podcast. Welcome back to the Roaring Peacock main cast. Coming up in main cast number 23, we'll be looking backwards at the Arsenal game and Josh Warrington. Uh, We'll be looking ahead to Wolves. Uh, We'll be talking about Ross's irrational hate of pancakes. And we'll be... Uh, we'll be expanding on our Don't Be a Racist Cunt project to shrink it, actually. Remove one of the words. Uh, and now it's just Don't Be a Cunt. Um, so hope you like that. And that's in response to some comments from the LGBT tweet that was was sent out by the club today. And uh, they all came out of the woodwork, as people accuse us of, of uh, jumping on the bandwagon after Leeds got promoted. How we could do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what absolute bastards just trying to cash in working we're the problem here yeah working <laughs> doing all this work for for nothing <laughs> uh okay um <clears throat> before we start this podcast we we just want to say how um incredibly sorry we were to hear about grandma val since the documentary and through socials and various television spots we've come to see her as kind of everyone's nan and yeah we just we sincerely uh, wish calvin and and his family all the best and we really hope to hear some good news soon 100 percent. get well soon val yeah get well soon val yeah an amazing lady what you've had to go through and with your family and stuff so we're all behind you yeah we love you val okay um so i'll introduce those voices in a second um but first The week began with the club announcing Easter trials for boys in school years 1 to 10. Let's hope it's not as gruelling as the trials Jesus went through on actual Easter, allegedly. Or the trials we put put children through each year with the Easter egg hunt, where we've already eaten all the chocolate, but tell the kids the eggs are just really hard to find. (laughs) And Super Sunday turned out to be not so super. After all, as Josh Warrington was sent crashing to the canvas the night before, and Arsenal extended the Whites' run of winless trips to London past 1,163 days. 3-0 down at half-time was enough to spoil any weekend. But, like the Leeds Warrior, though well beaten on the night, the team kept on fighting and can be proud of their spirit. And the under-23s made it eight wins in a row and maintained a 10-point lead at the top of Premier League 2 Division 2. If you haven't seen the goals, the third goal is worth the wait. An absolute (laughs) worldie. And for more on the under-23s, don't forget to check out our youth pod. And all the homophobic keyboard warriors were out in force today, proving why we need LGBT History Month as the club tweeted out the details of a Marching Out Together raffle. Some people say this is an education problem. Um, We see it more as an evolution problem. When they develop thumbs, then we can talk about education. And in non-Leeds-related news, across the pond, it was Trump's up for the former president who has got off scot-free. Politicians having no backbone, eh? 
Who would have thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> Still, he can focus on what he's terrible at. Golf. And what he's talented at. Eating an extraordinary amount of fast food and bathing in fake tan. While back home, it has come as a massive shock that Dominic Cummings has given government contracts to his mates. The fact he is corrupt didn't shock us at all, of course. It was the news that he had friends, which has left us speechless. <laughs> <laughs> and Brentford have decided to stop taking the knee. So it seems like taking the knee is quite a bit like getting promoted. It's just not for everybody. <laughs> And framing Jamie Spears, oh, sorry, uh, framing Britney Spears, unlike its namesake, was released this week. It features a podcast about the star's Instagram called Britneygram and an anonymous phone message from someone claiming to be in the know and a succession of witnesses who all make huge claims while admitting they have no evidence. It's impossible not to feel sympathy for Britney, though, with the paparazzi hounding her, but the whole film was summed up by one interviewee's comment. We don't know what we don't know. <laughs> as, Brittany, as Brittany wishes she could get control of her life, you're just left wishing you could get that hour back. <laughs> you can tell I, I've just watched it and I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> I missed the first lockdown when we got when we had Tiger King. Yeah. <laughs> it's right in the barrel now. And finally, a very good girl is living her very best life after the eight-year-old border collie Lulu inherited $5 million after her owner made Lulu specifically the sole beneficiary of his estate. She's said to be swimming in a pool of doggy treats and and has enough gold chains for the whole pack. <laughs> $5 million for a dog. Okay, uh, so joining us to discuss all of that and more is, um, well, I have to introduce myself first. How many have we done this? Thought I was getting better at it. <laughs> Never mind. My name's Adonis, and it's a very good hello from me. And joining us to discuss all this and more is our mate, Barney. Hello, you all right, mate? I'm very good, thank you, Barney. And, uh, and also, <laughs> our man on the post, Ross. Hello. Hello. So, guys, how was that? How was the week? Yeah, the weekend was shit, wasn't it? Basically, <laughs> starting yeah. with Josh Warrington and Leeds finished it off, and a, a one-two doubleheader of shitness. Yeah, not good. The boxing really depressed me. So I was so excited to see Josh fight, and it's been what sixteen months since his last fight, and he came out looking slow and rusty and knocked out. <laughs> Awful. I'm, yeah, I'm a boxing expert, but when he got knocked out. He looked like he shouldn't have been carrying on anyway in the first place when he first got um, hit. Um, I was li listening to the news last night about it and one of the experts was saying it's, this is the time for him to really decide if he wants to come back mm. and box again because it's about it's not just about his boxing future, it's actually about his future with his wife and kids and, and family and things. So it's going to be a test in time to see what he does now. Yeah, just get stop him fighting in London, get back to Ellen Road, get Bradley in his corner. It'd be fine. Yeah, I mean, to me, it felt... I know this is a football podcast. And there's probably some people zoning out right about now. But, I mean, Josh is very Leeds, isn't he? It's a Leeds and podcast. It, yeah. Yeah. We, we we often go off, off track, so you can bear with us. Um, but to me, he looked like he was defending as soon as he came out there. He didn't look like his normal self. Normally, he, 
he gets mm. out there and he's just like throwing in punch after punch after punch, left, right, left, right, and it's just so intense. Mm. Um, there was there was none of that really. There was almost no punches with his right hand. I noticed as yeah. well. He was just kind of throwing with his left. He shouldn't have been there. He, he cut the guy on the left eye and then he just, his right eye, sorry, and just focused on that for the entire fight. And he, you know, he, was, he was just slow and hesitant, which is not what we're used to seeing with him. Like you say, Donnie, he comes out and he just throws the punches. Mm. One of the hardest working boxers there is. And yeah, it, it just looked really weird. The whole thing was odd with no crowd. Mm. As much as I miss the crowds of football, boxing needs a crowd. It's not good without a crowd. <laughs> yeah. Josh is the kind of boxer that can get you off your, off your seat, you know? Yeah, big time. Like, girl, you know... <laughs> I don't do yeah. that with with any boxing match, you know. No. But I mean, he's just so exciting normally, and it was it was the complete opposite. Yeah. Mm. And then, yeah, the Arsenal game that was fun, wasn't it? Okay, now. <laughs> the, the first half was very much like the Josh Warrington fight. Very lackluster. <laughs> yeah. Leeds were attacking. It was very much Arsenal all the way. We just very similar sort of performance. It's fucking London again, though, isn't it? It's mm. just. Obviously, we'll probably talk about that later on, but it's just, it's, yeah, not right. The whole, the whole first half was just a mess. Mm. I, I thought it was a penalty that Cooper gave away. I, th- I thought there was enough there to give that as a penalty. The Melier one, I thought, couldn't give us not a penalty. The, the referee seemed just to not know what was going on. And then that Bellerin goal, the f- they were just knocking it around our box with no one getting anywhere near him. So that was the one that pissed me off, and I turned off after that. I saw the highlights of Stroik's goal and Costa's goal on Twitter after the game because... That Bellerin goal really pissed me off. Bellerin getting, uh, getting beaten at his near post like Kiko. Walk back horrible flashes that I didn't want to associate with Melier, unfortunately. Yeah, I, 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 like, I really don't know about this whole curse thing. I mean, I know it's been a consistent meme, you know, not just this season, but the last th- three years. Um, yeah. I do feel like it's very, you know, I mean, in the cold, harsh light of day, it's very illogical. You know, yeah. it's some kind of weird superstition. It's like when somebody's got a lucky shirt, you know, mm. I, I often think that the players themselves and the coach <laughs> have a lot to do with the result of a, a game rather than yeah. your shirt <laughs> you're wearing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, large, largely, teams in London are quite good. Chelsea are decent, West Ham are decent. Spurs are decent, Arsenal were all right. The, the Palace one is one that annoyed me. 4 1, we didn't deserve to lose that. And we've got to play Fulham again at Fulham this season. We're going to win there, aren't we, and break this curse because that's the one I'm eyeing up now. That's where we're going to break this curse and move on from there. Yeah, you'd hope so. Yeah. Because it, if we don't, then it is a fucking curse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's more like it's more like our performances somehow. Somehow mm. our performances dip and for no. Seemingly no reason, and was it Bamford was saying that the players know that they don't win in London? And should so be a thing, should they? They shouldn't be even thinking about that. Yeah, it's it. Well, I mean, we're partly responsible for beating on about it, and <laughs> <laughs> it's sometimes when they go in to London, though, it's like they're going on a European tour. They're like two or three hours in time, and they're they're knackered from the journey or something. They just always look so jaded and knackered in the game. Really lackluster. It's, I know. I know we joke about it. And it must play on players' minds, saying, "All oh, right, it's 2017 since we last played," and a lot of those players are still at the club, mm. knowing that as well. So there must be something 
logical in the red thinking, why are we not winning at London? And it must play on your head, it must play on. We've only got two trips left to London, one to West Ham and one to Fulham. One of them's winnable. West Ham are a real Jekyll and Hyde team that are doing well this year, but yeah. Well, Donny knows my opinion on West Ham, so I'd rather beat West Ham than Fulham. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a, another, irrational, another irrational hatred. Um, yeah, speaking of irrational hatreds, Ross, <laughs> you've been all over Twitter yeah, today. Yeah. Well, it's Pancake Tuesday. Yeah. You're probably hearing this on Wednesday. Uh, I'm not that quick at editing, although I'm trying. (laughs) You've been all over Twitter with your pancake bashing. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen you. They're just the worst. They're so overrated. (laughs) That much effort to make something that shit is just not worth worth it at all. Make that batter up, fine. Stick it in the oven with some sausages and gravy. There you go. Half an hour in the oven. Mm. You bang on. That's that's a fine mix. But don't just stick it in a frying pan for two minutes with some oil on it. No, disgusting. Not worth it. You've said the magic words there. Sausages and gravy. Sausages. Yeah, I exactly. Don't, I don't care what opinion you have. If you throw sausages <laughs> and gravy at me, I'm going to agree with you. Make your thin, shitty pancakes, but put cover them in gravy and put sausages on top of them, then you're fine. I just think like there's a whole day dedicated to really shit food. Like, when's sausage day? I'll, I'll be all over that. I love sausages. There's <laughs> actual sausage week, though, isn't there? Is there? Oh, that's yeah, all right. Got a whole sausage week. week, yeah. That's fine, but I mean, they're so they're just so rubbish for a whole day to be dedicated to them. There is some nonsense. absolute nonsense. There are some girls' DMs which where where it's British Sausage Week every week. Largely, Twitter disagreed with me. Largely disagreed with me. If you are out there DMing. These poor girls with your <laughs> fucking sausages. Your sausages. <laughs> Just give it a rest, would you? Yeah. Does that work? Has it ever worked? Jesus. Yeah, what, what, what are you hoping for? What's the best out, outcome yeah. is going to be from that? Oh, yeah, nice penis. And on we go with our day. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like if if the pubs are open again, you'd, you'd like try to shout up a woman. You wouldn't go, hey, up, look at this. Yeah. <laughs> would, you, would you? So why, why send a picture? Yeah, it is an odd thing. Like, hey, look at this. <laughs> I just don't. Uh... Yeah, we, we laugh about it, but it's, it's wrong. It is wrong. Yeah. It falls under the God. banner, don't be a cunt. Yeah. Mm. We've just, this is the podcast of, Seamless segues uh, this week, <laughs> <laughs> because that's the the exact next thing on the agenda. So, marching out together, are doing a raffle. I mean, we talked about it last week. Was it last yeah. week? Or was it? It was, yeah, just a week ago. Was it the one before? It was uh, before the Leicester game, so just over a week ago, two weeks ago. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So. Not the last main cast, but the one before. And and that was LGBT History Month celebration. Leeds United, the musical. You'll know it from the, the cover where Jack Harrison is ice skating on our new pitch. <laughs> and um, and Marching Out Together is doing a raffle of a Marching Out Together t-shirt, which was worn in the warm-up of a, of a, of a football game against a, another football team, which I clearly know many details of and <laughs> they're raffling it 
to raise money. And the, the club have tweeted out in support of that. And there are just the most hideous comments proving exactly why it needs to happen again. So what do we do about this? Consequences? <laughs> Does there have to be consequences to doing something wrong? Is this a, a novel idea? <laughs> <laughs> no, you get taught that from a very young age. I hope I'm teaching my six-year-old that there's consequences to bad behaviour. People we know have been banned from Twitter for days and weeks for saying cunt. Yeah, these guys are allowed to just spew their hate on a, a tweet as simple as trying to raise money for some charity. Just for a football shirt with a round rainbow pattern on it. Big deal. Like If, if that is offending you, then I feel really bad for you. The, the closet you're in must be so small you can't breathe. It's awful. Right. It, for me, I just it must be so tiring to be so angry about something <laughs> that's not affecting you in whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, one of the replies was, why are you ramming it down our throats? Which is quite ironic anyway. <laughs> one tweet, uh, is, literally one uh, tweet. <laughs> uh, they're saying he's ramming it down our throat, my throat, and my um, my brother is gay. Well, it's like saying, oh, yeah, it's, it's like saying, it's like saying, don't take the knee. I've got a black friend though. <laughs> I just, it's just, it's just, people are just thick. Yeah, it's the John Terry. Also, also I think there's, I think because certain people got so much time on their hands now mm-hmm. the only way of them talking nowadays is through social media you can have you can have one person who just wants to be there to have a laugh to get a few likes and stuff like myself and then there's other people who just abuse people just for the sake of abusing yeah. mm-hmm. just, just to be in that little circle of friends or whatever and I, I do think some of the accounts are linked to, to the some accounts as well i do think that one one account will tweet something then they say right you do it now see if you can be a little bit more edgier with it and it, it's just, it's it's all very well in consequences. But recently there was, I can't remember the black player, but he got, um, they found the person who'd been um, abusing him online. And all Facebook says, you're not allowed to send any messages at the moment. Yeah. Oh, well, that's all right then. I won't, I'll just set up a new account. I'll be fine again. It, there's <laughs> just It's just so easy just to do it again. Yeah. I mean, racist abuse is against the law, isn't it? If you, if yeah, you yeah. get found guilty of that. I mean, you're going to court, aren't you? Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay, and then, so that's one thing. So there's real-world consequences that apparently don't apply to Twitter. It's just this, like, strongly worded message. Mm. Then the other thing mm. is this whole ramming it down my throat. Well, if somebody was ramming it down your throat, mate, <laughs> you'd probably know about it. You'd be um, fuming, wouldn't you? You would. Um, <laughs> I did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Legion United's. Twitter account has put out 398,423 tweets. I would hazard a guess that there would be less <laughs> than a thousand of those. Even and that's probably there's probably less that's than huge 500. optimistic as well. Yeah. yeah. This is extremely <laughs> conservative. Uh that have anything to do with LGBT rights. I I fail to see how it can how they can be accused of ramming it down anybody's throats and the other thing is when do people like have this self realization that oh it's me i'm the one <laughs> i'm the reason why they're saying all this stuff i'm the reason why they can't stop talking about it yeah we don't want to <laughs> talk about it i want to fucking talk about leads yeah <laughs> It's, uh, it's just sad. It, 
it goes back to the, the, the worst chant I absolutely hate. And every time the chant it, I never chant it, is all these, aren't we? Because we're not, are we? <laughs> I mean, you can see you can see the hate online already about people don't like you, people don't like me, or whatever. All these, aren't we? Well, no, we're not. It's just, and I don't get it because we're we're there for. what I know it sounds really corny. We're there for one love because we love Leeds United and we want to see them do well. But no, let's just chuck in a bit of hate and a, a bit of we don't like gays, we don't like blacks and stuff like that. I just, it's just. I just don't get it. It just must be really. It must be really sad to be that in that person's head. There's a tribalism. Right to do that. It's a tribalism, yeah. isn't it? Um, and mm. and that's we all have that in us, probably because you know we were in tribes for hundreds of thousands of years. You know, and it, <laughs> and it was that was directly dependent upon our survival, being in a tribe, a strong tribe with mm. a strong group of of lads. You know, mainly lads, but women as well. But, yeah. you know, the the lads would protect the tribe. So you'd have to be, like, you know, proud of your tribe, you know, and find yeah. a find a good group um, and you, who you could go to war with, you know? Um, but what, where it goes wrong is when you turn sexuality into your football team <laughs> and yeah. all of a sudden you're team heterosexual... And you're going in chanting at, at the other ones, oh, yeah, you know, your sexual preference is shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> if you only fuck women, clap your hands. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we love Leeds United. And when I was seven years old, and I went to Ellen Road for the first time. And there were 35,000 people around me, all singing with one voice, mm. all cheering at the same time. But when, when Brian Dean scored that goal against Manchester United, and mm. there were literally, you know, 35,000 people going, Dino, Dino, mm. you know. And this this feeling of of a community and being together that's all leads, aren't we? That's who we are. And anything else, being tribal about anything else, is like takes away from that. Mm. And and to me, that's the beautiful thing about about Leeds and being a football fan is that community. And and I hope that we can get back to that and concentrate on that because all of this other. Stuff is just bullshit. Yeah, all these guys tweeting these responses. They must have hated last year's kit with some pink on it. Must have been fuming at that. (laughs) (laughs) They're probably sending the tweet while wearing that shirt as well. (laughs) Probably. That that example of the, the Dino goal against Man, Man United, everyone everyone loving it in the moment. But there must be people there that are fuming that he scored it because he was a black player. And like, Mm. why couldn't Gary McAllister have scored that goal? That, that it underlines everything they think that like oh, black players aren't as good as white white players and gay players who we don't know who they are. If anyone comes out, God, they're also going to be the worst player ever. They're not going to be as good as a, a, a straight player. It's just it's just a baffling sense of how you live your life. I can't understand it. There was a comment on um, Facebook saying stick to football, <laughs> and I just and it goes back to your point, Donny, about community is that when they get finally get back in the ground and they go to that local paper shop or part of their routine is to go to that pub 
the pub was closed down now because there's no football. That's mm. what football is. It's a community where it, it keeps businesses thriving. Also, I mean, we saw what happened when Bates was there. There was a business is going out of business because Bates wasn't paying wages to those businesses. Mm, yeah. And it's not just about 22 men kicking the ball. It is about a whole, whole community. And that's what Leeds United has been built on, a community as well. Yeah. Yep. yep. Too right. And so what we do about what do we do about it, you ask? Well, this is what you do about it. You have to prove your identity if you want to have a Twitter account. And you have to do it with your passport or some yep. form of formal identification. And when you say fucked up stupid shit on there, <laughs> then you're held accountable. You get found out for it. Yeah, exactly. And I don't want you... Twitter to be an echo chamber, but I want there to be ramifications for this nonsense because it's fucking 2021 and there's more serious things to worry about. Yeah, I don't want... You know, you Ross, you talked about bringing your daughter to Ellen Road and wanting her to be in a safe environment. Yeah, I want these people to be banned for life from Ellen Road until such a time as they go through a re-education process because clearly that's yeah. what they're missing. Um, but there needs to be consequences first. That's, that should be the first thing. There's 20,000 people waiting for a season ticket. There's mm. plenty of people. You don't, need, you don't need to have the fucking idiots in. You can have some <laughs> kind of filtration process. <laughs> right, that's it. I'm done with it now. <laughs> send, send them rainbow tickets. And if they don't want to get in, they can't run and use them, can they? Yeah. So, yeah. I feel like Bernie Sanders. I am once again asking for you <laughs> to support <laughs> marching out together. You know, I feel like we do a lot on this podcast. We we have done a lot, you know, I feel like to champion these things. And I really want to do, I really want to do a main cast about, um, about racism and, and how that has affected players in the past. And, and we've, we actually tried to get one of the players, um, one of the black players, from the past on the show, but you know, he's going through some tough times at the moment. Um, yeah. So you just don't really know. So it's not that I haven't wanted to address it or that we, we don't think that that's important or, or that we're trying to like um, give favor to, to LGBT or, or, or whatever, you know, we, we've touched on a range of issues and we'll continue to do that because we think it's important um, yeah. in order to try and bring that community spirit back. Okay, now, all very serious and not very entertaining. So, Wolves then. <laughs> we should have beaten them, shouldn't we? Earlier in the season. We should. It yeah. was a deflected Calvin's shot. Calvin's top knot. Yeah, off Calvin's top knot. They, it was early in the season, wasn't it? And it was one of those teams that found out if they could play play against us by, um, by counter-attacking. And we just weren't taking our chances again. Mm. Um, hopefully this time round will be better and we've understood how to play against them but they've been shit since they've played, played us as well They, I mean they, they struggled against Southampton didn't they I think was it a draw in the end against Southampton no they won 2-1 <laughs> 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 they were one down though but Saints did yeah. dominate the game more possession more shots yeah <laughs> Ross your thoughts on Wolves yeah, Wolves are just, I don't know. Yeah, they're supposed to be this big uh, like attacking team that we were going to model ourselves on and they've got all these exciting players, but I don't 
see it. They've won less games than us this year. They've lost only one less game than us. They don't score many goals, only 25 to our 40. They're one place below us and two points uh, behind us. So, yeah, their form's all over the place. One drawn, lost, one drawn. Like the, they are the least consistent team in the entire league, it looks like. Mm. I just want to beat them because they, sh- they shouldn't be a model of what we're aiming for. They're Wolves. They're a championship team in my heart. They're not a Premier League team. We shouldn't be looking at them as a, a model. We should be looking above and beyond them. So, yeah, let's just beat them, shall we? It's Friday. It's in Wolves, not in London, so there's a chance to win at least. Yeah. They're uh, they're, they're like the Portuguese B team. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've got a lot of expensive players that don't do an awful lot for them. They've been a team where they've been overachieving the last couple of seasons and now they seem to have not invested a lot or they've I don't know if Santos has uh, got to a point where he can't move the team forward anymore they need a change of coaching role but it they were talking about this season getting into the top six top four and obviously the way off that and it could be another hard season next season next season for them because of their, their main players being out injured as well aren't they that's yeah, where they've fa- yeah that's where they've fallen off with the form as well yeah his goal got Caved in, unfortunately for him. They've got a player in this squad called Taylor Perry, but Taylor is spelled T A Y apostrophe L O R. That's not how you spell a name, is it? Okay. Parents were were drunk <laughs> scribbling in the uh, <laughs> the birth certificate. Uh, <laughs> uh, form. Yeah, okay. I yeah, that I've never seen that before. Uh, yeah, we we're have. gonna win. We have somebody at the door. It's knock, 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 and it's stats. Ooh. This will be a first, hopefully, in a uh, in a uh, a regular little segment. Gee, stats, you've 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 you're more beardy than I am. Hello. You're more beardy than we're all beardy. <laughs> it's coming on. Oh. It's coming on. It's there. It's there. <laughs> you got to grow it on you. He's off. He's off. Look at what lockdown's done to us, man. I know. I know. Hopefully, hopefully there's a, a way out. Uh, hopefully, Doris will uh, will set a plan out on Monday, but we just have to wait and see, I guess. Yep. Well, that's what he's known for: setting <laughs> out plans. Yeah. <laughs> whether, whether they work or not, Barney, I don't know, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Got roadmaps coming out. Yeah, something like that. He brings out a new plan every couple of days, doesn't he? So. This is a new segment then with with stats, and hopefully it's, it, we're going to try and emulate Fantasy Football League, which was a a show in the nineties, in the mid nineties. So we're basically just completely ripping that off. Um, and they used to chant "Stato, Stato." Uh, I'm I'm wondering what chant we can have for you, stats. Uh, Fatto, fat. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a laugh. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I'm sadistic, but I'm not that cool. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> well, well, that's all, folks. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. <laughs> you need to come on in your PJs. Oh, right. yeah, not, right. bad. <laughs> not bad at all. Um, if you have a suggestion of uh, what chant we can have for stats, leave it in the comments or get in touch via Twitter. So stats, you're going to fill us in on some stats. 
supposedly. Yes. Um, probably. Yes. Seems it's it's it seems like the 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 correct thing for you to be doing. Seems on brand. Yes. Yeah. Right. On brand. That's the word. <laughs> Thanks for helping me out there, Ross. I was floundering. <laughs> okay. So maybe some stats with Arsenal and London then. Yeah. Start off with. Uh, where do you start? It's getting beyond ridiculous, isn't it? This this record. Uh, in the capital, uh, I think it's now 15 games without a win in London since we beat QPR on December the 9th, 2017. Two wins, 13 defeats. It's when you pull it like that, it's incredible. The two draws uh, that we had, I think we had one draw at uh, Brentford, which was actually massive uh, last season, and we had a draw at Millwall in, in Bielsa's first season. But the record, I don't know what it is. I don't know when they go down the A1, what happens? I don't know if it's mental or or what, really. But they just don't seem to have a very good record in London. I remember Newcastle back in the early 90s. Arsenal in 2002 uh, had an abysmal record in the capital. Bizarre, isn't it? It's just one of those strange idiosyncrasies in football that... You can't really explain mm. as to why we can't win in London. But we've got two more opportunities uh, at Fulham and West Ham. So you're hoping, the way it's going, that maybe one of them, I think West Ham will be a very difficult game because they're playing very well at the moment. Uh, beat a very push of United side last time out. But hopefully Fulham is the one who uh, gives Leeds an opportunity to finally end uh, a abysmal record in the capital because... If Brentford come up next season, I think it's another one to add to the list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think um, I win at Brentford. I think we've won at Brentford since the 50s. So there you go. They ain't coming up. Promotion's uh, not one of their things, yeah. so they don't do that. But it's a new stadium, no. so you never know with the mm. Brentford Community Stadium if they do come up. So we'll break it somewhere we don't expect it to. But it's just very bizarre, this, this record down south in London. Indeed. And so before the next main cast, we will be playing Wolves and Southampton. Uh, so yeah. do you have do you have any stats for these two upcoming games? I do. For for Wolves, it's, it's another funny ground for Leeds. In the top flight, Leeds have only won six times out of 29 at Molyneux. The last top flight victory at, uh, at Wolves were, came in season 73-74. And we all know what happened that season. He went on to win the league. They won that game by two goals to nil. Mick Jones and Alan Clark were the goal scorers. Our last Premier League goal scorer up at Molyneux was one Michael Dubry. Uh, in a, in a 3-1 <laughs> defeat. Yeah, Michael Dubry indeed. In a 3-1 defeat back just after Christmas 2003. Don Macho saw, saw red uh, in that game as well. And, that was the kind of game that set Leeds on the way to the real dip that saw them back in the back end up in the in the well, World Division won the championship then because they went on I think a six game losing streak after having a reasonable time starting of, of December and yeah they obviously uh, got relegated into that season. Uh, as for Southampton, uh, a real strange one with Southampton, one of the few teams, uh, I think, along with Leicester and Brighton, that will have played in the Premier League, the Championship, uh, and League One, of course, played in the League One 2009-10, playing in the Championship in, in uh, many a season. And the thing with Southampton is it's the latest in a season that we've played a team for the first time, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because obviously we, yeah, we yeah. were due to play them in January. 
Prior to that, it was Middlesbrough in season 2001-2 when we played them in fe- in February due to two at the Riverside. I think Pollen scored the most flukiest goal you'll ever see. Then they bounced over Nigel Martin uh, and they played Middlesbrough on the last day of the 2001-2 season, which was David O'Leary's last game in charge. So, yeah, a few little quirks of fate. But it, it's an opportunity, these these next two games, to 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 try and get some more points. But look, I'm not worried. I think if you're a Newcastle United fan, I think you'd be worried. The, they've they've mm. got some big games coming up. Fulham have got some very winnable games coming up. So, yeah, it just gives Leeds an opportunity with with the, the Wolves game and, and Southampton game, who we uh, we beat in League One, last uh, league victory against Southampton was in League One in 2009 10, I the last time we played them in the league. The Robert, Robert Snodgrass <laughs> goal, brilliant curling to the top corner. So, yeah, it's just an opportunity to, to get three points. The last top flight victory at home to Southampton was at the start of the 2001-2 campaign on the open day of the season through goals off the top of my head from Lee Bowyer and a brilliant turn from Alan Smith. So, yeah, we're hoping to get some results and get some more points to get, try and get to the 40-point mark as quick as possible. I remember a game at um, the Dell when I think Bridges scored a hat-trick in the game, but Mark Hughes, yeah. he scored, but yeah. it wasn't counted yeah, because of how close the boards were, weren't they, behind yeah, the goal? The game of the season, uh, it was actually the yeah. Eclipse, uh, and the Eclipse certainly helped Leeds that night because Mark Hughes actually hit a shot. It actually yeah. bounced out. It hit the back of the net. It hit the, the hoardings behind the back of the net. Bounced yeah. out, and nobody would seen it. No, VAR would have given table football so it went in the goal it hit the it hit the advertising hoarding and then it bounced straight yeah. out yeah. of the goal Blew back and out. the, the ref had yeah. missed it <laughs> yeah didn't count play on yeah. play on there, there is a brilliant clip <laughs> bizarre bizarre and i think at that stage it was one nil to lead but that was michael bridge's first hat trick for the club, his first, mm. I think, only hatchet for the club, a brilliant player. And he also leads went on to have a magnificent season, 99-2000. So, and it was also the debut of that Lazio shirt. Mm. If you Love that shirt. Really remember how the sky blue pale blue shirt, which was lovely. So, yeah, mm-hmm. there's some real memories of Southampton. And the, the one thing I always remember with Southampton, I know it was an away game, I know we're not away this time, was the one appearance of one Ali Dyer. Oh, yeah. Who, who had this brilliant story that he convinced Graham Souness, the Broadway's <laughs> yes. cousin, he came on for Matt Lepissier. They've got an injury. And I think, I don't know if, I can't remember if Dyer lasted the game or not. I don't think he did. Uh, and he never he was back off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. very, very. To convince someone, Graham, Graham Soonish, your George Ware's cousin, he must have some bottle to do that. And yeah, he never, he never played for that ever again after that. Every time I see Soonish on Sky giving out about something, I always think, yeah, but you were tricked by Dyer. 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 <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a nice little story with Southampton and Leeds. But it, it's, it, I say it's important. Look, we're how many points are clear? 14 points are clear in the bottom three. Uh, yeah. Just need a couple more wins and we're done and dusted and can start looking ahead for next season and, and looking for to the summer transfer window. Mm. Fantastic. All right. So that's and to round off your little segment each week. Yes. Um, I was I had this idea of maybe like what's your thing? Kind of like what's like what's the thing that you're most excited about this week? Is it, you know, is it a new a new uh, <laughs> is it a new uh, brand of sausage or you know, is it a new TV <laughs> show you've a new TV show you started watching or a book you've started reading or it, funny What's your say thing? That. The one, this the week? one thing uh, I'm excited about is this time next week is Emma's birthday. 
She's okay. she's twenty one again. Is your... she, she's my wonderful other half. Uh, other half. I'm not going to reveal yeah. her age because she'll absolutely kill me. But uh, <laughs> it's not twenty one. Sorry, darling. Uh, and I'm looking forward to surprising her with a few little little surprises. Maybe a couple from the football club that she'll uh, have oh, to nice. watch this space for uh, on the on the twenty third of February. So that's that's my one big thing to look forward to this week. They're sure there'll be more next week. I'm sure there'll be stuff on. But I'm actually getting into Game of Thrones. I need to really get back into that. So that's kind of... Bamford, my, my, Patrick Bamford, Patrick Bamford, Patrick yeah. Bamford. Do you wish it? Bamford, do you wish Patrick it? Bamford. <laughs> so, yeah, all good. Looking forward to that. And, yeah, it's going to be a, it's a busy week with uh, uh, two games in a week. Uh, and also Friday yeah. night. An opportunity for Leeds to, to get three points on on Friday night, like they did at Villa Park back in uh, back in October. Well, look at you uh, for your first thing of the week. Yes, it being it being um, the, the 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 better half. Yeah, and how how much credit have you got now in the bank? I mean, it's it's only two <laughs> days after Valentine's <laughs> Day. My bread sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> what a segment. What a segment. What a debut. Yeah. What a debut segment. I loved it. Thank you. I should be more, more of the same next week, all being well. Yes, hopefully. Well, thank you very much, Stats. Um, have a lovely week. Enjoy the games, and we'll see you next week. We shall. Cheers, boys. Cheers, see you later. Later. Take Bye-bye. 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 Well, that was Stats. How was that? Good you stuff. Like that? Good stuff. Yeah, I yeah. enjoy that. I used to love uh, fancy football on a Friday night, though. I used to yeah. love that. I mean, it was so good. I, I was just re-watching a couple of the old episodes to, to get some ideas for the pod. And, Has it and aged he, well? And he, it's, it's aged quite well, actually. Surprisingly, it, like, okay, there's a lot of references from the time, so you have to... Mm. You have yeah, to... I'm worried if, if it came on TV, it'd get cancelled. Like, it, it, one of those things that gets cancelled. Mm, yeah. It wasn't really no. like that, though, was no. it? It wasn't, really, it wasn't really edgy or sexist or like anything like that. It was just a bit of banter between two blokes in shitty Lads. chairs in a studio. Yeah. Studio, wasn't it, really? It's, it's quite silly, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I tuned in, I think it was episode two of the 95, 96 season. And, and it, just one thing really tickled me. He just said, it's a really one of the, one of the many throwaway lines that they did. They're so brilliant. And he just goes, oh, David O'Leary impression. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's, I don't know why that was so funny. I just thought, oh my God, that's so funny. But that was, he was playing for Arsenal at the time as well. They were talking yeah. about Paul Merson doing cocaine, and he was wearing a, a Paul oh. Merson, Paul Merson Arsenal top with a bunch of white powder all on the on the front of it. <laughs> no, if you, I you're, might head to the park with my daughter and recreate some classic goals. Yeah, that, well, that's that was the, that was the thing that I thought we could do as well. Barney, you mentioned it in the group chat as well. So one of the things that they did, if you are too mm. young to remember Fantasy Football League. It was a, it was a show, a late-night football show um, about fantasy football, uh, but also everything else. And th- they would have little, um, little segments that they did, sketches where they dress up and impersonate different characters. And they, they had one segment called Phoenix from the Flames, I think it is. And yep. that's where they yeah, would recreate some famous goals. So I thought that eventually we could do that. Um, 
for Leeds United goals. Yeah, give that a go. We could probably find a better pitch than Ellen Road as well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> There's quite a lot of episodes on YouTube, actually, so that's my evening story, Tony. Thanks for that. Yeah, <laughs> blast from the past. <laughs> I've just been yeah. just been started showing um, the, the Mrs. Um, Red Dwarf. She's never seen it. Oh, wow. So, yeah, we've started at the start, and, and that's aged well as well. Maybe I'm just aging badly. Don't show the new stuff, though. Well, he, he scored a hat-trick against us, didn't he, on a Sunday? <laughs> what, the cat? Cat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching Minder. I've been recording Minder. <laughs> Brilliant. I, I just heard somebody call uh, Strauch yeah. Crichton after those... Um, <laughs> because of his heads. <laughs> <laughs> headers. <laughs> Okay. Well, if if we were ever in the weeds, here we are, um, stuck in the weeds, talking about Red Dwarf and Fantasy Football League. And uh, <laughs> it's time for final thoughts, I guess. There wasn't really a theme to this one, was there? It was just random topics thrown in there altogether. Pancakes, maybe? Yeah, yeah they, they they fall under my banner if they're being like pancakes. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> to be a cunt about pancakes. <laughs> the new campaign from the Royal. Good, like you're, <laughs> you're a good lady tweeting me with a, a recipe to make pancakes better, but it, that, that sounds nice. But that would be even better with just bread rather than the pancakes. Get rid of the pancakes, but bread between your ham and cheese, and it sounds even better. Right, it's a sandwich essentially. All exactly, but all, exactly. But all pancakes matter. Right. <laughs> Let's not forget this. <laughs> Uh, Granny Val is uh, trending on Twitter as well right now. Well, I'd hope so. And that was the that was the one thing that that pissed me off honestly when I heard that. I was yeah. I was like, no, no more. You know, this is like 2021's becoming like B Tech 2020, and just yes. <laughs> basically, you know, there's there's no Tiger King now. It's now it's free Britney Spears. Fucking great, <laughs> entertaining, and. Now, you know, Val's in trouble. And yeah. and it looks like Wilson's just got out of hospital as well. It's like, no, all these people that I absolutely love and adore, I've never met and I don't know and, and, and probably never will, may meet sometime in the future. But, you know, you love them from afar as these kind of figureheads in our community. Yeah. And, oh, my God. We need God. Wilson. We need Wilson. I don't want our yeah. official account to become as mundane and dull as every other team's official account. Yeah, that's he represents us all, doesn't he? He he, he really nails it sometimes, mm. like just being a Leeds fan. It makes you so proud. Yeah. I think it showed that he wasn't tweeting on Sunday as well because the tweets were very mm. baits. It was just a tweet and that was it about yeah. the game. During the course of the game, there was no picture or anything like that. It was just very... Very uh, ten years ago, sort of Twitter. Yeah, very boring. And 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 Calvin's the heart and soul of the club, you know. And and Val is like the heart and soul of Calvin. And I just feel like the whole thing is just it's way too close to home. And it's just one one thing too many, you know. With with Jack and Norman and everything. Now it's just like, no, just can we just not have any more deaths, please? Mm. Oh God. Yeah, please. Just on Calvin quickly, he's he's made his two hundredth appearance. Where I can, I obviously hope he makes his 
entire Leeds career, just his entire career at Leeds. Where, where do you think he'll get to in terms of appearances? Because he's closing in on some kind of like Lee Burry is about 40 appearances away. Going to overtake that probably in next season. But then mm. there's a kind of a big jump to what, Gary Kelly at 500 and something, 531 for Gary Kelly. Do you think he can ever approach that? Um, mm. If we get a, if we get a few cup runs during the next, do few them, years, do we? <laughs> yeah, then maybe, but probably not. Yeah. You know, historically, not something we tend to <laughs> spend much time on. You never know. You never know. We might win a cup. Oh, yeah. I'd lo- I fucking love that. Me win the FA Cup. Well, if we got re- if we got relegated again, we play more games in the Championship. Yeah, there's an option, Barney, but he might leave then. So, yeah. Good point. Yeah. But if we got into the Champions League. <laughs> Even more games. Even yeah. more games. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's have the treble next season. Yeah, yeah. Go on then. Go on. Go on then. Send um, it on that. Bit of positivity. We'll take it. Yeah. Yeah, we should. We should. Um, I mean, final thoughts if you want. Yeah, I'm with Barney. Let's do the treble next year. <laughs> okay, the treble it is. Barney? Uh, treble it is, I think. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah. Trouble, trouble it thoughts. is, boys. That, that, is, that is a fucking high note to end on. Okay, well, I hope you've enjoyed that as much as we did. Um, click on subscribe and we'll try and see you in the comments this time. We've been incredibly busy, so I haven't been able to get into the, the, the chat for the premieres, but don't fear. We haven't forgotten about you. I'll come back. I'll reply to your comments. I'll at you so you know that you've, you know, you've know that I've been there. Um, we love you, every single uh, every single uh, listener. I did. Hey, we love you. You laugh, you lap them, so you've been there, so you know you've been there. I'll that was a bit them. rude, that. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Um, there's no way you can ghost me because you'll get a notification. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and we're on Twitter as well at Peacock's Raw. So yeah, if you want to go into the the prize, we'll uh, be giving this away. Um, Pablo Hernandez, he's he's a good player, isn't he? Ooh, he is. I, I, hero. I, I wouldn't mind him on the wall and I also wouldn't mind him on the pitch. Um, yeah, so you be can nice, go in, in with a chance to, to win that if you uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel and leave a comment or if you follow us on Twitter at Peacocks Raw. So um, that was your podcast. That's your lot. You're not getting any more. So best yeah. tune out now. Uh, my name's Adonis and I'm from at the Adelites on Twitter and it's a very goodbye from me. And joining us today was at Barney underscore 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 21. Please, please, please. Is that an addition to your Twitter? Let's see how it just it flowed really nicely then. <laughs> I'd see you. Yeah, yeah. See, I see what yeah. you're doing. Um and uh and at Ross Bell 1984 was with us as well. Subscribe, you dickheads, and remember, don't be a cunt. Yeah, don't be a cunt. Mm. Come on, leads! Add on! Most of our stats come from LUFC Stats or LUFC Data on Twitter. A very special thanks to Barney Stewart, Clifford Ewan and Howard Metcalf, Josh Pearson, Laura, Leon and Rob, The Light Show and all our family and friends. So many games to play, don't care what's on your mind.